it's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4WN Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4WN Radio. Welcome to Success Secrets Exposed with Sally A. Curtis, where we share stories of challenge, success, and inspiration, along with practical tips and strategies to move you forward to your success. And now, here is your host, Sally A. Curtis. Good evening, good morning, and good day to you all, and welcome to another episode of Success Secrets Exposed, where we talk to today's thought leaders, change makers, and disruptors to bring you tools and tips to help you grow. And today you're in for an absolute treat. For those that are new to the show, I'm a content repurposing whiz for speakers, authors, coaches, and consultants. And my role is to help them turn their book into two years worth of social media posts, effectively helping them turn their existing content into new profits. And today I have a fellow marketeer with me, and we're going to be talking to Linda Barutha, who is a marketing and content repurposer, much like me, but in a very, very different way. And most importantly, her inner genius or her greatest skill is SEO. She's an SEO whiz. And Linda is also a mother of two adult daughters and comes from a background of 25 years in IT. So she's been an IT specialist. So she knows the power of the right tech at the right time to maximize uh, growth. And we're going to be digging into that as well as Pinterest today. And um, now she actually is supporting online global coaches go beyond six figures by creating lead funnels that are on autopilot. And there's two quotes that I read when I was um, researching Linda that really resonate with me and obviously are, are favourites to her. And that the first one is there are more ways than one way to run your business, which I love because, you know, we like to be outside of the box. And success is 95% mindset and 5% strategy. So some great quotes there from Linda. So today we're going to be talking about Pinterest takes the lead and ways to work smarter, not harder. So please help me welcome Linda to the show. Hi, Sally. Hello. Lovely to see you again. You too. It's been a while. It has been a while, but you know what happens when two marketeers get in the same room together? We uh, collide. <laughs> and I love that about our conversation. So I'm super excited to be sharing your inner genius and your wisdoms uh, with, with the audience today. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm great to be here. I'd love to start um, digging into a little bit more of your backstory, if we can, and if you can fill in some of the gaps that I missed out about your backstory, that would be lovely. Okay, great, great. Um, 
So where do you want me to start as far as the first time I was an entrepreneur or, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's that sort of that bridging that, you know, coming out of corporate, understanding tech in in a magnificent way that you do and then how that's all helped you be the expert entrepreneur and found you where you are now. Yeah. So when I was working in corporate um, years ago, I uh, literally stumbled on the opportunity to um, have my own brick and mortar shop Mm -hmm. and I decided to do that on the evenings and weekends so that I could do both, right? And uh, the shop was actually as a um, mixed media artist. And so what I did is I taught other people how to paint, okay? And let go of their inhibitions, if you will. Uh, And then... Uh, so for instance, what I would do back then is, uh, to always keep things interesting is I would go to Pinterest and I would find something that people always oohed and odd about. And the name of the class was, uh, Pinterest made me do it because I would duplicate <laughs> what it was that they had made. Right. So people were always like, oh yeah, you know, they, I had no problem with people signing up. And, uh, but eventually what had happened is, um, I ran that business for three years. And in that time frame, I ended up developing my own product line of, uh, a substrate, if you will, something that people could paint on mm-hmm. and, uh, sold it, uh, wholesale in about 15 other, uh, stores and on Zulily online. Uh, so it was a really like it was a whirlwind. It happened really yeah. quickly. Fast. Um, so that was interesting. But then what happened is my husband's job had us relocating, and we relocated three hours away outside of town. So I had to close the shop. Sure. I had to leave the job, and then I had to start over. Right, mm-hmm. I didn't, and I didn't feel like it was the right move to start a new brick and mortar Mm -hmm. because I didn't know anybody there. And, you know, it was just different. And Mm -hmm. so I really turned to the online space and, um, I struggled for like a year, um, or two. And then I gave up. I literally took a step back because I mentally, it was like, was very challenging for me because I, have always worked, you know, I worked in IT, so yeah. super comfortable with the internet, super comfortable, but I didn't know marketing. Yeah. I did not know how to sell myself online. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a huge stumbling block. And uh, so I, after I took some time off, then I came back to it with gangbusters. <laughs> <laughs> yes. True entrepreneur. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And I was like, I am going to tackle this, right? Oh, you've got the hand going too. Yeah, it's on. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so I really studied a lot of marketing online. And uh, the first thing that really resonated with me was the concept of uh, building your email list Mm -hmm. that sounded very intelligent, like, Mm -hmm. you know, come up with your own audience that you can then speak to all the time. Yeah. 
And so I did that, you know, like really diving into it. But then I still struggled with what am I going to, what's my product? What am yeah, I going to say? Right? What is my offer? Yeah. What yeah. Am I, what's my offer? Exactly. Yeah. And um, for the longest time, you think I, I don't have anything to offer which is ridiculous and don't we overcomplicate that bit because what we actually offer is some of the simple simplistic stuff ever but we overcomplicate it for ourselves and we do we do for the longest time and and so it, it, it was more of an internal battle mm. i think we go through more of our own um mind our self-talk yeah. that we have that's what we're battling with more yeah. so than what's right in front of us right yeah yeah so true yeah, yeah. so and I um, think that was why i resonated with your you know 95 percent versus five percent because it was such a strong reminder of that battle and as you said that battle is internal when everything is actually already three quarters done and ready for us right in front of us if we actually just have the ability to see it exactly yeah. exactly well and what's kind of funny about that one now that I think about it is that the way I even stumbled upon getting the opportunity to have a brick and mortar shop yes I was uh doing website design freelance mm. <laughs> which I didn't value whatsoever and um it was a shop owner who was my client that I was working for for you know a couple years and she didn't know anything about the online space but she knew everything about you know the, her brick and mortar yeah, yeah. and it was really interesting because again i didn't value that it's like well hello continue making websites for people right yeah. and i didn't even notice that like i just discounted it you know like so anyway so i eventually once i really got into um overcoming my own mindset obstacles then it was uh you know i did some coaching of mm -hmm. other business owners because just like with the original store owner you know i was of value to her you know mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. i knew something from my comfort level mm -hmm. you know i can i've always been one of those people that can just teach myself anything technical you know yeah. just it's, it's i'm very comfortable with it yeah, it's an and again you don't appreciate that though no. <laughs> you don't feel like you've really made it unless you accomplish something that is really hard for you, you yeah know? yeah but the effortless genius is actually where the uh, where the where the slipstream and the ease and you know where we really should be playing but yeah yeah, yeah. so anyways i um eventually sorted it all out yeah. came to see all these people on social media that supposedly talk mm. about always getting their sales there but I'm one of those observers, you know, and I was just like, it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, it, it really doesn't. And it seems like everybody's fighting for attention all the time, you know, with everything that they're saying on social media. Yeah. So then I really dove more into um, search engine platforms, yeah, like Pinterest and Google and YouTube. And I went, uh-huh, that... Mm -hmm. 
that's exactly how the internet was designed to work. Aha, uh -huh. see, here's, here's, the, here's the magic insight. So let me, um, just if I may, just on this, just so everyone's captured this, because here in Australia, and I think I mentioned this to you originally when we spoke, Pinterest isn't really a, a big thing other than, as you said, checking out pins, of, you know, getting inspiration. It's not actually used as a business tool. So from an SEO perspective, to make things easier for you, we've got the three houses um, or platforms, which is Pinterest, YouTube and Google. Was that correct? Yes. Beautiful. I just yes. wanted to reiterate so, that. Google mm. is king, right? Google yeah. is the number one largest search engine platform. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that actually developed the way um, the way we search for things online. Mm -hmm. You know, with the keywords, you type, you go in and you type in what you're looking for and it gives you results. Mm. and so wouldn't you love to be found that way right wouldn't yeah. you want your business to be found like that and and to me i was like well yeah that's what that's the objective right mm. everybody wants to be on that front page of google results mm. um but then when i found out that pinterest mm. is actually the third largest and it's oh, very yeah it's very pretty it's visual mm. and then I looked closer and I saw oh you know I mean I used Pinterest when I had my brick and mortar right mm. not just for inspiration but also um I always was putting on there everything that I created so because, you know, I'm an artist so I always mm. put my stuff out there to mm. advertise and then what happened is I decided a couple of years ago, I said, you know what? Because the downside of being really technical is that because you know how to do it, you just automatically do it, right? But it, it eats up all your time. Mm, mm. And I wanted to upscale. I wanted to be the CEO of my mm. own business, right? Mm -hmm. So I, in one day, I hired three virtual assistants. Okay. That's, I get that. That's going to scare a lot of people because I know, as you now know, the time it takes to hire one person and on board, but you've done it with three. So yeah, in one day. That. Yeah, in one day. <laughs> and because, first of all, I had a hard time saying no to any of them. And so, <laughs> because I'm a people person and I really liked them, but I liked yeah. them all for different reason, yeah. reasons. And they each had very unique skills. One of the girls uh, was really good with Pinterest and I was intrigued, right? Mm. And so that's all I had her do is she would repurpose my blog posts and my lead magnets, my opt-ins over onto Pinterest. And within two weeks i went from maybe five people a day looking at my website to two to three hundred yeah wow and i was like what this is this is gold you know yeah. like i'm actually getting more people seeing my website so mm -hmm. i've got i've dived in i had to take a closer look at what was yeah. going on um and that really, that's when I realized, yes, it is that because it's a search engine 
It's using mm. the combination of the right keywords. And it's, you know, it's, it's a combination of both visual and text, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it really, really does bring you fresh new eyes on your website. Um, and that's very powerful. Mm. And uh, it was the first time in ages I've seen anything that really works, right? Yeah. So um, I did actually, though, because most people consider Pinterest to be where you go for a food recipe or yeah. or you know an art project or you know something very, like very that. cute pictures of animals yeah. I, I have a i have a ferret i have a ferret pin so I, yeah so that's yeah it's people have a limited uh view of the potential or the opportunity that actually sits there and that's really what i wanted to uh, dive into so right. please please yeah continue. because um i went out there and i searched for business coaches Oh my gosh, there uh, for online business coaches, there's quite a few and mm -hmm. their numbers look really good. Yeah. And they are also coincidentally people that I don't really see trying to drum up business on social media. Mm -hmm. They don't need to. Yes. They know the secret, right? Yes. And the secret source. Yeah. 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 And so I was really, really um, completely sold on it and not only that there's plenty of other there's a lot of um your transformational mindset coaches mm -hmm. there's financial people out there there's the health and fitness people mm -hmm. you know those are a lot of people that just have an online business yes. and they are marketing on pinterest yeah and i think that's um for me um being a predominantly visual person and lots of the clients i work with and their clients are visual. Um, I think we we get that element of Pinterest that you're going to put images up there, but I think we we're not good at joining the dots of how to use the visual with the text and direct it back to how we actually use it as a as a lead generation um, platform. Right. Really, because every when you create those things that you put on Pinterest are called pins, mm -hmm. and when you create that pin. Not only are you putting that um, that beautiful graphic image on there, but you get to give it a title, you can mm -hmm. give it a description, and you can give it a URL to point back to. Mm -hmm. So for instance, if you wrote a, a nice article or blog post mm -hmm. on your website, you just go ahead and create that image and then put in the appropriate heading mm -hmm. that would uh, make sense. The relevancy is important. Mm -hmm. And then the description. But then you're going to point it back to the original article on your website for them to read the actual, what you wrote. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. So in that instance, it's 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 not about multi. See, this is where I've come unstuck because I think you know the more the merrier from an image perspective. But it's actually a, it's, it's actually in this instance a single image with a really relevant, correct title, an appealing and captivating uh, snapshot or description of what the article is about, and then the link to be able to read more. So you're actually um, directionalizing 
and you're actually leading people or inviting people to consume more. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's gold, and isn't it? That's why it works, mm. right? Um, so, you know, and of, of course, you know, you can do ads on there as well, you know. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, and, and it's not as expensive as Facebook or all the other social media ones, but um, yeah, it can do really well. So no, these this is like the best kept secret that bloggers have known for years and years. Yeah, wow. So how does and uh, when somebody gets started, what's the the best way for somebody to get started on? Um, Pinterest that's effective because I know when I started and um, um, have have uh, was playing on your website this morning and I looked at the audit button and I went cringe not doing that cringe not going there because I remember when we started it it was just a case I just flick some images up there so there's absolutely no strategy there's just lots of you know pretty pictures up there and I now know that that's totally incorrect because of the conversations we'd had um, and super excited to be getting that corrected and fixed so how does somebody start um, with with best practices on Pinterest, I suppose, is what I'm asking. Yeah. Well, the first thing is to kind of do your homework and know uh, what those what those proper keywords would be, right? Yeah. That, or, that are relevant to your business. Yeah. Um, that is crucial um, because you you want to make sure that that's gonna kind of they're going to match, if you will, the keywords that you have set up also in your um, SEO on your website, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that helps tremendously, you know, the consistency. So you're going to, you know, you're going to really look, take a close look at that, which if you have written content on your website, mm -hmm. I am gonna make the assumption and if I'm wrong you're gonna go back and correct it <laughs> um, that that content is what I like to call cornerstone content yep. it speaks directly to what it is that you do yeah right um so then what you're gonna do so when you have those keywords you're gonna go out there if you're brand new and you're gonna set up your little profile banner and you're going to use some of your keywords to be very descriptive mm. on what it is that you do. Mm. Okay. That's mm. the first thing. Um, mm. Because people at a glance, they need to clearly get a really quick snapshot yeah. of who you are, what you do. And then there's also a description mm -hmm. on your profile description, which you also will fill out. And mm. again, now this does not, um, gone are the days that there's any keyword stuffing. Yes. Know, yes. Every platform is onto that, so don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so that's how you would get started. And what's really interesting, um, this is a really important tidbit that I had to discover on my own. When you first start on Pinterest, um, the best thing is not to just put your own content down there. Yeah. You want to start by finding other like-minded, right? The, the other content that's already on Pinterest that is your same industry, 
they're talking about the same topics that you're going to be talking about, right? In mm -hmm. your content. And pin those to your own board. Yep. Because what you're doing is you are training, you're training Pinterest to understand what you do, what your account's all about. Mm, so if you just throw up, you're brand new and you just throw up all your stuff. It's still like, huh? Who is she? What is she doing? Huh? Right. Yep. But if you take someone who's already existing and has had eyes on their stuff already, mm -hmm. they mm. tend to know them already. Yeah, got you. Yeah. Yeah. So if I was to put that into Sally terms, because, you know, LinkedIn is my area, what you've actually just done there is you've actually utilized and networked in someone else's network to create leverage for you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Brilliant. That's Brilliant. what you do on Pinterest when you get started. Yeah, right. most people don't tell you that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and I think uh, Pinterest is very clearly um, for us here uh, in Australia, because as I said, we we it's sort of not something that we use for business. And it was it took me, you know, being in the US in some uh, networking events when people were saying that they were using Pinterest for uh, uh, for lead generation. It's like Pinterest. Or if, you, if you're not on Pinterest, you need to have it because you need it for SEO. And it's like, Pinterest? I don't get that. Um, so, and, and that was where the curiosity has come from, um, is from understanding that. But, and, it's, um, and sort of hearing so many people use it very effectively out of the US. So it was sort of like they're, 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 on, they're onto a secret there. I need to find out what this is. Yeah. Um, that's been, um, been, been goal to sort of uh, discover that. So... When it comes to when you've got your Pinterest up and uh, up and running, you talked about blog posts with directing it back to the full uh, article on your website. What are the other sort of links or URLs that you would use on Pinterest? Is it always just directionalizing it to articles or where, where else could you directionalize it that's advantageous? Yeah, well, almost anything on your website. Okay. Really. You know, yeah. like you have a quiz on there you want people yeah. to do. Definitely direct them there. Um, if you have uh, one of my new favorites is uh, Google Web Stories. So Google, Google back in, well in 2021, so not that long ago, last mm -hmm. year, Google came out with Google Web Stories, mm -hmm. and what it it's, looks just like the stories like you'd see on Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but because it's from Google, mm. it's very powerful. Yeah. Because what it's will happen is if you, it can actually show up, the story can pop up in search results, mm -hmm. Google, which means now, you know, I'm going to go to the graphic, right? That I, catches my eye as opposed to just all the text, text yeah. search result, right? So Google Web Stories is actually a uh, plugin that they developed for a website, a WordPress website. So you can create this or you can do it. It can be like a, a video or it can be a slides, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. But the point is you could be directing people from Pinterest to it. Yeah. And so again, another I thing to use. If I've understood that correctly, because um, 
with uh, Google Stories, it's a a story. It's not multitudes of stories. Is that correct? Yeah, it's one yeah. story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. Yep. 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 And here's the beauty too of Pinterest. Let's say somebody they they see your beautiful graphic on Pinterest and they say, Oh, I do want to read more. I want to look further. I'm curious. Mm -hmm. So they follow your link back to your website. And then they go, oh, you know, I'm really not interested. I don't, you know, have time to read it or whatever. And they hop back off your website. Yep. Well, guess what, though? They helped you. They helped your Google ranking because they took the time to click over to your website. That mm -hmm. Every time that happens, that's building up your credibility with Google. Yeah. It helps you increase your ranking with Google, right? Because it sees the type of content. Oh, somebody else was interested in this, yeah. right? Yeah. And so then when the when it comes again to people doing searches through Google, because your ranking is going up, the chances of you showing up mm -hmm. on you know earlier pages, if you will, of Google yeah. results, the better. Yeah. So it's really helping you uh, bolster or uh, strengthen the directory service of Google. Yes. Yeah, nice. Yes. So to me, you know, when people are like all sad, like, well, I'm getting all this traffic, but, um, you know, I'm not getting sales. And it's mm. like, it's not about, I mean, yeah, we always want sales. We really want sales, but really. Yeah. You want more eyes and you are in, you're making improvements all along the way. Right. So it becomes, it's not that, um, it's not that uh, tick and flick or that one, one off thing. What you're doing is increment. You've always got incremental increases because you're in, incrementally increasing your robustness within the directory. Right. Yeah. Right. Nice. And then what's really fun is when you, um take uh let's say people do a lot of facebook lives right mm, yeah yeah take a facebook live and like what my team does is we uh repurpose that recording over onto youtube to mm -hmm. build up their youtube channel right yeah. but then we also make a pin that goes to it <laughs> Wow. So that, hold on, let me just, as a content repurposer and who doesn't do this, this is why I love talking to Linda. We've gone Facebook Live, we've gone YouTube, and then we've gone Pinterest, all of which is dramatically helping your search engine optimization. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. it yeah. is. I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. It's like, that's the way you should be repurposing content. Mm, brilliant. And this is exactly why I'm such an advocate for these mm. search engines because they're really doing a lot more work for you. Mm. You know, as opposed to putting something just on social media. I have yeah. a ton of people that they have a lot of those Facebook lives and they want to get off of social media. And, you know, yeah. I'm right now I know plenty of people too that are really migrating over to LinkedIn from mm. Facebook because they they are finally valuing 
that they're going to talk business with other business owners on LinkedIn. And build deeper relationships. That's yeah, yeah, definitely what I find with LinkedIn. I've been a LinkedIn girl for about 13 years, never really played much in in Facebook other than putting content out for the sake of putting content out. Um, but LinkedIn is really has always been the place where it's been, you know, created creating relationships, conversations like ours, you know, do, creating joint ventures, doing uh, workshops together, sharing referrals, opening up the network. Um, there's just so much yeah. more business um in all of its different forms and friendships um and deeper mm -hmm. friendships i found within within linkedin and i know you talked about um pinterest uh, youtube and google being search engines but of course uh, from my experience linkedin is also a, a search engine too which right. i know we touched on as well um but uh yeah it's i i really love the depth and the simplicity which comes with all of your expertise in IT of, you know, really, this it's twofold for me because most people, even in my own case, we leverage in one way. We get stuck in a one-way leverage, yeah. where it, which is repurposing your content. Great. But what we're doing here is we're actually getting a twofold leverage because, yes, we're learning how to repurpose our content, but now we're using that content to leverage the search engines and our, the directory of finding us by yeah. using it in uh, by using the re content that you've repurposed in a much more strategic manner by using the platforms that are there for us to utilize in the best fashion that's po possible and in an easy way. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It is not difficult. And to me, this is why I call it working smarter, not harder. Mm, mm, mm. You know. And I, I know we talked and laughed at laughed at the beginning of the episode about how we overcomplicate things for ourselves. And, you know, our brain tells us that it's got to be trickier or it's got to be harder or there's got to be a catch and all those things where reality it's, you know, so often stepped stepped out so easily for us yeah. so let's talk about that um that shift in mindset because obviously you've experienced or i've experienced it and we both of our because we share similar clients a lot of our clients have got into that you know that different variation of the hamster wheel where now they're often creating content and you know getting it up on all the social media platforms but they're still you know 90 days or 12 months down the track going am i going to get some clients from this at some point is is you know is this worth it because they've got stuck on the wrong combination of the hamster wheel or they're stuck on the mm -hmm. wrong hamster wheel thinking social media posting is just all that they need to do whereas posting with a little bit more of a clearer strategy around it's going to you know really elevate what they're doing so share well, with us what you see as common problems and solutions that you provide for your clients yeah you know a lot of people um when i first meet with a client uh, i really take a close look at what existing content they have right and I really stress to them the importance, again, about that cornerstone content. Mm -hmm. And the reason I do that is because I don't believe that you're going to have to continue to write new content all the time. All you have to do <laughs> is write about the key areas of what your cornerstone content of what it is that you do and spread that over. I don't know. I'll say 
30, 60 different articles, right? Mm -hmm. in, in one format or another, and they all reside on your website. Yeah. And then we repurpose in all the ways that I just described, right? right? Under the search engines. Well, then just recycle every yeah. six months. There's yeah. no reason, unless there's been a new product or service that you are offering, mm. there is no reason that you have to continually create new content if, mm. if it's still relevant to what, what you do for your clients, right? Yeah. So that to me is my objective. Yeah, absolutely. Can I just come back to the cornerstone content because I get it in theory and I I, th I say it a different way and I just want to make sure for the audience that are that are hearing you call it cornerstone content and I call it big word and five topics. So in my world, it's, you know, what's your big word? And often that can be for the year, but what's the big, big word? So mine's leverage. So, you know, how do we work out what, it, how can you, what are the things underneath leverage and the word leverage isn't used in the marketing it's just my word because that's the way i like to look at things so it's as it relates to growth so my topics would be growth content repurposing um marketing strategies as it relates to those so that how that all ties in and then maximizing networks and opportunities through people so they're all leverage and growth related um, and they're all marketing related but i've got specific key topics so when you say cornerstone are you relating to the you know the big word and the related topics that that would be so if it was leadership it would be um, perhaps it's leadership and then you might have people as people as a topic, HR as a topic, recruiting as a topic. Um, there's two different ways you can look at it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. One is um, what you're doing, you know, works definitely for your content creation. Yeah. But some people will call it your framework. Ah, yes, that's a better way of that. Yes. So, uh, for instance, when you uh, haven't, if you've been in the online in business industry for a long time, you're usually familiar with what framework means, which it basically is the content pillars yes. of what it is that you focus in on providing for your clients, right? So for me, my cornerstone content the way i like to think of it is pinterest yeah. repurposing on pinterest yeah youtube <laughs> right um yeah. seo yeah and website design yeah got you that's what i do yeah right those are like my my pillars of what I am focused in on and, but the overarching word, if you will, mm. is the use of search engine platforms. Yes. Right. Yep. That makes perfect sense. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I mean by cornerstone content. Um, so you need to clearly, and each business owner knows their own personal. These are the topics I, you know, talk about regularly and, this is representative of the services that I provide that I love to educate people about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think you've said the key thing there, whereas I've gone content as it relates and that sort of dived into more of the book, 
book frameworky type thing is you've actually bridged the gap there it's a your cornerstone content is a yes it's about your topics and what you talk on but it's as it relates to the services that you provide yeah beautiful well said thank you yep yep yeah yeah so where were we <laughs> I would love you to, uh, we were talking about the um, the br bridging of the gap of, um, I suppose, um, the mindset and the possibilities, which is oh. where the stone content came in. Um, but I'd love to, to hear some of, you know, the, the, some of the common problems and the way the services and, and the solutions in which you can help people because so many people get, as we were saying, get stuck on that um, hamster wheel of content creation and thinking that they've got to continually do it, whereas you very eloquently said, you know, once you've got your your, con your content pillars and your pieces, you can actually just repurpose and recycle. Yes, exactly. So um, a lot of what I see is... Um business owners that either they have outsourced you know like one or two of uh the tasks in their mm -hmm. business but it's it's taking a little time you know giving them a little more time back but it's not really doing anything else for their business right they're not mm -hmm. going to get a return on investment investment yeah right um so like go back to when I hired those three virtual assistants, you know, one of them definitely did take some time off of my, you know, to free me up. Right. Mm -hmm. But the Pinterest one now to me, that was more of a return on investment. Yeah. Right? Um, so that was more important for me to continue to do that and invest in having that done. Mm. So you need to be really um, cautious. The other thing is uh, people will come to me and they'll say, oh, yeah, well, I can just have my virtual assistant do that Pinterest thing for me. And then I always have to say to them, well, that's great. So is she uh, does she specialize in Pinterest? Is she current on all the changes that they make on a regular basis? And you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You, you need to be aware that it's not just I have this quick task and I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Right. It's used, used strategically is where you get your return on investment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because um, I have some assistants that, you know, they do certain tasks, right? And it's, you know, it's not, there's not going to be a return. But then mm. the ones that, actually I am going to get a return on, well, then those are the ones that I need to invest in. That's mm. what I try to point out and explain to clients. A lot of times they come to me and they've been doing everything, right? Yeah. yeah. And then every time they turn around, there's something that they don't know how to do. Like, let's say they want to launch. Okay. Mm. And, um, they have to go and search for somebody that can support and do all that work for them. Mm. And then they want to have that Pinterest strategy. And then they, you know, so what we've kind of done in the past month is we put together a beautiful program, which is called Be True to You. Yes, I'm glad you're talking about this. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so what Be True to You does is I have taken a lot of our services that we would do for people one off, right? Mm -hmm. All of them are full concierge, 
Yeah. All of them are things that, you know, we are basically doing all that technical work for you. Yeah. But now I've bundled it. Yeah, lovely. Because my clients, they needed help in all these different areas, right? Mm -hmm. Because that was going to give them truly what they needed. And when I speak with a client and I look, take an overview look mm -hmm. of where they're at in their business and what it is that they need. And if I see that they need all of these gaps filled mm -hmm. and they don't understand the technology and that's not their specialty, well, then it only makes sense that they would be part of this Be True to You program mm. where we take all of that off of their plate. Right. Yeah. We meet with them every week and we discuss the strategies. They have a clear, you know, they're educating us on their business mm -hmm. and what's important to them. And then we get to basically make it come to life mm. on the back end. Yeah, beautiful. And uh, also, too, I know we're getting close and I knew, knew we'd get giddily excited and we'd run out of time. We're not quite there yet. But I'd love to for you to talk about your um, uh, visibility ranking quiz because I know um, Roxy's in the background and that'll go across the um, the ticker. So can you share us a little bit? Um, and Roxy, if you can pop the um, link across the screen, that would be good because it's um, Linda Bath. Barutha. Barutha.com. Sorry, I was going to trip on that again. I apologize. Um, as you can see, it's up on the screen there. So for those that are listening to the show later, it's www.lindabaruth.com. Um, and you can grab Linda's free visibility ranking quiz. So tell us a little bit about that and then we'll um, go from yeah. there. Well, I was really thinking about how I could come up with a tool that really um because to me you don't know what you don't know right so true yeah. and so when i tell people that i am an online visibility strategist they are like hmm and it's like okay you need i thought about it and it's like you need to have a measurement how good are yeah. you doing in your visibility online yeah. because then it, it helps guide you to what you should be doing or could be doing, right? Correct. So I came up with this quiz, this uh, online visibility ranking quiz, and it just asks you, there's not too many questions, only takes two minutes to do. Yeah. But what happens is that when you get your results, it's gonna be unique to the, ans the answers to your questions, but yeah. also it's going to give you some actionable next step tips. Beautiful. And so every, it really depends on what level you're at, uh, what would be logically the next step for you. Brilliant. So if, if as part of a recap, there's a great place for you to start your own quest to getting and increasing your own visibility by uh, checking out Linda's visibility ranking. And of course, do for those that are wanting to scale or wanting to launch, uh, do check out um, the other program which is called Be True to You, which I caught a glimpse of this morning. And do reach out to Linda, obviously, on Pinterest, YouTube, LinkedIn, and uh, Google. I've um, just made sure I have this one there. <laughs> 
Um, and uh, yeah, lots of highly valuable information there. If you're really looking to scale and grow your business um, and do things much in a much more strategic and easier manner to give yourself time and flow back, then do certainly reach out to Linda. Any closing uh, comments or suggestions or anything from you, please, Linda? You know, Sally, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. You know, we always lose track of time when we talk. Um, so yeah, I really hope that I have um, enlightened some people with a new way of looking at their online business. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely think you have. And I think that was the key key takeaway for me was a talking about the mindset and the strategy, but also there's more than one way to run your business. Mm -hmm. And what I think we've really, really highlighted for us today is that there is more than one way to run your business. And there is actually a simple way and a less confusing way when you when we get ourselves out of the way and actually realize what we already have at um, the at our fingertips. Um, so thank you so much uh, for joining us. What we'll do just very, very quickly is just uh, run a, a quick commercial and then we'll come back and uh, do a wrap for the show. Thank you very, very much. Are you a speaker, coach or consultant wanting to increase your reach and impact? Need to save time and leverage your resources? Content repurposing is the fastest way to increase your visibility, credibility and profitability online and reach your audience with ease. You already sit on a mountain of gold that is highly valuable to your audience. It's in your books, training manuals, articles, and presentations. We regularly turn clients' books into 12 to 24 months worth of content. Let us turn your existing content into visually stunning bite-sized content tiles. Content repurposing is the easiest way to turn your past into profits. Turn your existing content into bite-sized glitter that you can sprinkle everywhere with ease to attract your ideal audience. Let us amplify your voice, your message, and your impact. Find out more at sallyacurtis.biz. So I just want to say thank you very, very much again for you, Linda. Very, everything that I do is the step before what Linda does. Um, so Linda is really the person that takes what I've done uh, from a content repurposing perspective and makes it work much better and creates much more leverage for you. So a couple of closing comments and all uh, phrases that I've also picked up from Linda that I wanted to share with you as the audience was, um, her don't limit your reach comment, which I think um, it has um, been identified identified and shared with you very much today. Think outside the box, focus on serving others and being curious, and most importantly, stay true to you and leverage what you've already created. And if you're needing a hand with that, please reach out to Linda. So again, if everyone can um, thank Linda and uh, reach out to Linda and connect with Linda across the social media platforms, that would be fantastic. So again, thank you very, very much, Linda, for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. We will look forward to seeing you again on another uh, episode of Success Secrets Exposed next week. Have a great weekend and see you again soon. Take care. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us, and I trust that you got some inspirational tips to move you forward. You can find this episode along with many more on your favorite streaming platform, such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and more. See you next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for more Success Secrets Exposed with Sally A. Curtis.